0: Shane Beamer and his staff landed three commitments on Monday, proving that there should be no cause for concern regarding this recent quiet stretch on the recruiting front. You are locked on Gamecocks. Your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, your show for the latest headlines and potential storylines on South Carolina Gamecock athletics. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast, and also a staff writer for Gamecocks Digest over on SI.com. Thank you so much for making the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your first listen or watch here today. We are free and available both wherever you get your audio podcast daily and also on YouTube. Monday was a pretty good day for Shane Beamer and South Carolina's football coaching staff as the Gamecocks landed three commitments, one of which went public, which we'll discuss later on in the show, and we'll also discuss who could be the other two commits – That the Gamecocks got yesterday. But I want to talk about what the string of recent commitments means for Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks. Because in my opinion, this run of welcome homes on Monday is proof that there's no reason to be worried about the Gamecocks recruiting momentum potentially slowing down. I know that there hasn't been a ton of people maybe with this show that discussed this possible concern, but I'm sure there's some Gamecock fans out there that recently been sitting back and wondering, when are we going to start seeing some commitments come back into the fold once again? We haven't really seen a whole lot of activity since Kelvin Hunter and Braden Lee both committed back On April the 19th, May was a relatively quiet month in terms of prospects making decisions, and South Carolina has seen some other targets recently, admittedly, come off the board and go to other programs. So I'm sure that there were some South Carolina fans that were getting antsy, but now there shouldn't be any cause for concern for a few different reasons. Firstly, you have to look at the sort of Commitment timelines for these targets in this class because these timelines are a lot different than the timelines Shane and the staff witnessed in their previous two recruiting cycles here at South Carolina. In the 2022 recruiting cycle, Shane and the Gamecocks had four commitments in the fold before the month of June and secured seven commits in the month of June. In 2023, South Carolina only had two commitments before. The month of June, and champion of the Gamecocks once again snagged seven pledges in the month of June. Now this year, South Carolina had nine commits before the month of June, a lot more than both the 2022 and 2023 recruiting classes, and. With what all happened on Monday, South Carolina now has three June commitments, two of them being outstanding, and one public one with Punter Mason Love, who, again, we will discuss in just a little bit. Another reason why there should not be as much concern now regarding the recruiting front for South Carolina's football program is the fact that a lot of South Carolina's bigger targets remaining on their board are committing at later dates. In the month of July, South Carolina is going to see prospects like Parker Livingston, Keelan Adams, Braylon Russell, and Kosh Sanders all come off the board. And for all four of these guys, the month of July has been the month where they were going to announce their decision for a pretty good while now in each of their respective Recruitments. Livingston, I believe, is quite literally announcing on July the 1st, once he has finished up all his official visits, and he has a little bit of time to go back home and discuss things over with his family. I believe Keelan Adams is set to make his announcement on July the 13th. Braylon Russell, I think, is set to announce sometime in the first half of July. And then Kosh Sanders is expected to announce on July the 8th. But... Outside of just that group, you've also got plenty of other notable targets still on the board with guys like wide receiver Jonathan Paylor, edge defender Dylan Stewart, and athlete Daniel Hill. And all three of these guys are expected to make their official visit to Columbia on the weekend of June the 23rd through the 25th, a little less than two weeks now from today. And here's the other thing that we all have got to keep in mind with this recruiting class. As of this show, South Carolina still has the number six recruiting class in the entire country, according to On3's consensus player rankings. Again, I know that maybe that has been easy to forget because the Gamecocks have gone through almost a whole two month stretch or they have not seen anybody join the 2024 recruiting class. But that doesn't mean that they aren't still in great shape. And here's the other thing. There are plenty of other teams out there, both geographically speaking, conference-wise, and also nationally, that would love to be in South Carolina's shoes right now. Here are a few examples. The Missouri Tigers, a team that is in the SEC Eastern Division alongside South Carolina, they currently have just two commits for the 2024 class. I believe both of them are rated three stars and that ranks dead last in the SEC. The Kentucky Wildcats, one of Sapkhamon's bigger arch nemesis from the past decade or so. They have four commits right now in the fold. And according to on three's consensus player ranking system, have the fourth worst recruiting class in the SEC. And then We could just go up north, one state, and take a look at the North Carolina Tar Heels. They have 16 commitments currently in the class, which sounds pretty good, right? Well, here's the thing. You take a closer look at North Carolina's class, and I know that star rankings don't mean necessarily everything, but they're a pretty good indicator of what the class could hold for the future. The Tar Heels currently only have one four-star out of the 16-player's currently pledged to join the program in Chapel Hill. I guarantee you, each of these three schools right here, if they were told right now you could have South Carolina's recruiting class and immediately be in on all the targets that are currently on their board for the rest of their cycle, they would probably take that in a heartbeat. And instead, they find themselves in a much stickier situation for one reason or another halfway through the month of June. Don't let all these other opposing fans get you down on the fact that South Carolina has not seen a plethora of commits over the past couple of months. Don't let the success that Clemson had just a weekend or two ago get you down. Trust me, there is still plenty of time and there is still a ton of targets. Jalua Sullivan, a kid that visited on the first official visit slate for South Carolina earlier this month. He's another kid to watch as well. Point being, the Gamecocks are totally fine right now. And what all happened on Monday is just another indication of that. And speaking of what all happened on Monday, I did mention that one of those three commits did go public as punter Mason Love announced his commitment to South Carolina and pun intended, I think that Gamecock fans are going to love what I'm going to say about Mason Love in just a couple moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. But first, I want to let y'all know that today's show is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel throughout the NBA playoffs. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, as they officially defeated the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the NBA Finals on Monday night to win their first ever NBA championship. I know Gamecock legend and Denver Nuggets legend Alex English has got to be quite the happy man right now. And when looking at FanDuel's odds for teams to win the championship next season, the Denver Nuggets are tied with the Milwaukee Bucks for the best odds at plus 460, with the Boston Celtics coming in at third at plus 500. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get a no-sweat-first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day. And speaking of every single day, thank you to all of you everydayers for making the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your daily choice for South Carolina Gamecock sports coverage. Gamecock fans, we've all seen Kai Kroger make a ton of plays in Pete Lembo's special teams units throughout the past couple of seasons, and... We might have a future trick play maestro now currently in the fold for the 2024 recruiting class as Punter Mason Love from the state of Missouri announced his commitment to the Gamecocks on Monday evening. Now, there's a few things to know about Punter Mason Love. Firstly, this recruitment escalated very quickly between Mason Love and the South Carolina Gamecocks. Love officially visited the Gamecocks just this past weekend. He subsequently received an offer from Shane Beamer and special teams coordinator Pete Limbo on Sunday and then wound up announcing his commitment on Monday afternoon. Needless to say, Mason Love did not really have to put a whole lot of thought into whether or not he wanted to join South Carolina's football program, and for a very good reason. The Gamecocks had the best special teams unit in the entire country, according to all the different metrics out there, in 2022. You got a coaching champion that prioritizes special teams so much to the point where he's one of just a few Power 5 coaches that has a special teams coordinator with no other roles in Pete Lempo, a guy that also has probably turned down multiple head coaching offers up to this point to remain in Columbia and continue to coach alongside Shane Beamer. One of the best special team coach duos probably in the entire country, if not the best right now in all of college football. What specialist wouldn't want to be a part of that? And here's the thing. Mason Love is not just some ordinary specialist. He is probably one of the best in the entire country for his class, he is rated a five star and the number four punter in the 2024 cycle by Coles kicking rankings. Coles kicking rankings are considered to be the gold standard when it comes to rating specialists from the high school football ranks. Also, this kid was offered a scholarship. For most kickers and punters and log snappers, these guys are offered preferred walk-on opportunities, even at the best of Power 5 schools. If you're offered a scholarship to go to a particular program, especially a program that's on the level of South Carolinas, then um, they've got a very high opinion of you. And it's very clear that Mason Love apparently offers a lot of potential on the gridiron. When he was participating in the 2022 National Underclassmen Challenge for Coles Professional Camps this past summer, He consistently had a hang time of four and a half plus seconds on most of his punts. For those of you that maybe don't know what all that means, it's essentially how long does the ball stay in the air from the time the punter kicks the ball to the time the ball hits the ground on the opposite side of the field. If you've got a hang time of four seconds or longer, that's pretty good. Four and a half seconds or longer, that is extremely good for a specialist at the high school ranks. And here's the other thing. Mason Love was a very productive punter in his junior season as according to his huddle highlights that I went back and watched leading into today's show, I counted eight total punts from Mason Love on the highlight reel from this past season and on those punts he averaged 46.6 yards per punt, had three punts down inside the 20 yard line, five of them that had to be fair caught by the opponent and only one of those punts went into the end zone For a touchback. And here's the best part about this entire thing. Mason Love is going to get to watch and learn. From preseason All-American Kai Kroger. And spend one. Potentially even two years. To get acclimated to the college game. Both from a technique standpoint. And from a strength standpoint. Before the Gamecocks are going to call his name. And have him go out onto the field. So. Again, in terms of maybe the flashiness of these commitments, this might not exactly just pop off your screen. But I promise you this. Mason Love could be a big factor in this program in the next couple of years because, again, we've all seen what these special teams units of Pete Limbo can do in a football game and how much they can make a difference in a game. I like Kai Kroger against the Clemson Tigers in late November this past season. Who's to say that Mason Love couldn't be the next one as the heir apparent to Kai Kroger at that punter position? Needless to say, I don't think you're going to see much of a drop off once Kai Kroger eventually moves on to the NFL because of the fact that now Mason Love is officially in the fold for the 2024 recruiting class. All righty. Now, to cap off today's edition of the Lockdown Game Cox podcast, We know Mason Love was one of the three commits for Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks on Monday. But now, the next question is, who are the other two commits? Who are the next two players that are going to potentially join the fold for Shane Beamer and South Carolina in the 2024 recruiting cycle? Let's discuss a few potential options in those two spots. The first one that comes to mind is Virginia linebacker Fred Johnson. Now, for Johnson his recruitment has played out in a fashion similar to Mason loves as Johnson went to a camp almost two weeks ago here in Columbia and turned in some pretty solid numbers, including a 4.5, 40 yard dash and a 20 yard shuttle time of 4.20 seconds flat, which is pretty good for a linebacker that is listed at six foot three and 225 pounds going into his senior season. Now, Johnson ended up earning an offer from Clayton White and South Carolina's coaching staff when he officially visited South Carolina on the weekend of June the 2nd through the 4th. And here's where things get really intriguing with this recruitment. Fred Johnson posted an Instagram story on Monday afternoon stating that he is going to be announcing his commitment this upcoming Friday. Now... A couple of other notable teams that are involved in this recruitment are the home state Virginia Tech Hokies, along with a bordering state in the Maryland Terrapins, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Multiple teams that South Carolina has now been battling a lot more in the past year or two because of the fact that they are hammering that DMV region consistently since Shane Beamer's arrival in Columbia. And I gotta say, in terms of the teams maybe to worry about out of that group, I would probably say that the team to worry about the most is probably the Virginia Tech Hokies, just simply because of the fact that Virginia Tech, they are the home state program, and they are on a pretty solid roll right now. I think they've landed two four-star commits in just the past 48 hours or so. But either way, there's a pretty good case to be made that Fred Johnson could very well be one of the next commits for Shane and the Gamecocks Later on this week, another player that could be joined the fold here potentially is running back Matthew Fuller out of Wayne County high school in Jessup, Georgia. Now Fuller was a kid that was offered by South Carolina back in the middle of May. And he also took an official visit to South Carolina this past weekend. And when looking at his offer sheet, it's kind of similar to Fred Johnson in the sense that he's got a couple of good offers, But he's also got a bunch of group of five offers after that. The most notable offers for Matthew Fuller are Minnesota, Central Florida, and Iowa State. Now, again, that's not to say that Matthew Fuller is not a good prospect, as I've watched this film just a little bit already, and it's pretty clear to me that Matthew Fuller, he is definitely a Power 5 caliber running back, which we'll dive more into if he indeed is another commit for South Carolina, but... I think that Matthew Fuller, again, here he makes sense because of simply the timing of how all this is unfolding right after a weekend in which he was just here in Columbia. So Matthew Fuller could be another kid that might be one of the two commits for South Carolina. And then the last player that I'll throw out here is edge defender D.D. Holmes out of Gonzaga High School in Washington, D.C., Now, we've talked about D.D. Holmes before on the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast very briefly, but Holmes is a kid that has been looking at South Carolina for a little while now. He included the Gamecocks in his top six that he released back on May the 24th, and when he talked to on Three's Chad Simmons about each of his contenders, he had this to say about South Carolina. Quote, Coach Sterling Lucas has a great connection with me and my mom. From prior to the visit, To the visit, to after the visit, the relationship is just strong. Then, you have a lot of guys from my area that are going to play at South Carolina. It would be great to have that type of connection with players on the next level. Getting a lot of players from the DMV could make South Carolina deadly. So it's very clear that what else has been going on in the DMV region for South Carolina the last two recruiting cycles, uh, players are starting to take notice. And it sounds like that D.D. Holmes is definitely one of those guys that is paying attention to all of the kids in his area going down to Columbia to play for Shane Beamer and South Carolina. And once again, from a timing standpoint, this would make sense. D.D. Holmes officially visited South Carolina this past weekend along with Matthew Fuller and a few of these other guys from the defensive side of the ball. So, therefore... You could also make the case that D.D. Holmes could be one of the next commits for Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks. Now, D.D. Holmes' recruitment has got a few more heavyweights involved. He's got schools like Michigan, Florida, Forest State, and also the Maryland Terrapins that are still under consideration. I mainly throw Maryland in there simply because of the fact that it is close to his hometown and everything, but still... South Carolina, just based on what all has happened over the past month or so, I do think that at the minimum, you got to like where South Carolina currently stands in the recruitment for D.D. Holmes. You know that they want more than just Dylan Stewart in this recruiting cycle, that they want to add a couple of edge defenders because of the current situation they've got at that position group, and D.D. Holmes would certainly go a long ways towards alleviating some of their concerns long-term about the future of the edge position. With that being said, y'all, that is going to do it for today's show of the Lockdown On Gamecocks podcast. I hope that y'all thoroughly enjoyed today's show as always. What are y'all's thoughts on what this recent string of commits means for South Carolina in terms of the recruiting momentum? What are your thoughts on Mason Love and what his addition could mean for South Carolina? And who do you think the next commits are going to be? for Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks. Let me know your thoughts on all those topics down below in the comments section if you watch today's show on YouTube or shoot me a direct message on Twitter at ALI underscore SC if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app. Once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's show. Have a great rest of your Tuesday and I will catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.